Welcome back to Talking Troy. We are back for another season. I think it's season six now we're on. And I can't believe they let us go on for six seasons. It's pretty crazy. But we're back. I'm your host, as usual, Anthony Grieb, sports editor. We're back also with Adam Jasper, new sports editor at Daily Trojan. Adam, any words for your first episode? I'm super excited to be here. Ready to talk some USC football, maybe? Yes, indeed. We're going to talk about USC football. We're going to talk about USC versus Stanford with two Reporters from Stanford Daily, Els Boone and Jabril Taha. How's it going, you guys? Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Pretty well. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Uh, we have some history. You know, we go way back. Not really. But I was on that podcast a year ago. So, like, you know, I'll bring them on. Uh, I'm not going to plug it because we don't get any ad money. So, we'll keep it that way. But make sure to check them out on Twitter for sure. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about USC Stanford. They just came off uh, USC. Uh, so, so nothing crazy. 37 win um, against San Jose State. Wasn't as close as the score um, makes or wasn't as uh, dominating as the score makes it seem like, but still a victory. Um, they're one and no. And then Stanford, tough loss against Kansas State, 24 to seven. I know both of you will have much to say about that. But going into this game, what can we? What can the Trojans really expect from Stanford? Um, I guess I'll go first. And really, I guess that's the question we're also asking is we do not know what to expect from Stanford after a week one performance where honestly, they just really did not show up and play well. The offense was not there going back and forth between the two quarterbacks, Tanner McKee and Jack West. Um, and the defense started off poorly, but you know, they actually were pretty solid by the end of the game. They played a really good second half. So hopefully that continues and the defense shows up against the Trojans come Saturday. I have to agree with that. The defense had a much better second half and we'll have to keep that going and get off to a good start early. This team can't get down, can't get down big because they have an unproven quarterback and a wide receiver group that's missing their top talent in Michael Wilson. But really, again, as Elle said, we don't know what to expect. The 24-7 loss last week is probably the worst Stanford could play. And who knew if that has to do with the time zone or some other factors or just switching quarterbacks and splitting first team reps all throughout training camp. So really, we don't know what to expect for the Cardinal, but it really can't be that much worse than what we saw last Saturday. Yeah, those are good points. I mean, we'll get into that, that quarterback situation, but it's never good to start a season kind of having that type of uh, problem with the quarterback, not knowing who you're starting, especially now having a sophomore. This is a crazy stat, actually, um, that, that we found, is that the last time uh, Stanford and UIC played was Keaton Slovis' first start. And now it's going to be Tanner McKee, the sophomore quarterback's first start. And they're both Cal or well, not both, but Slovis from Arizona and then McKee's the California kid. And obviously that USC game where Slovis started was the game where he got a huge, huge game and they got the upset. And now USC is ranked and Stanford is unranked. And back then Stanford was ranked and USC was unranked. So I'm not saying Stanford is going to win, but you never know what could happen. Adam, did you want to say anything about USC and, and what we can expect? Yeah, I was just going to say um, it's going to be kind of a gap, um, and we're going to see it in kind of quarterback play. And what we've seen so far from USC has been, well, Keaton Slovis has gone out there and he's done his job. However unconvincing or, uh, you know, not really selling it might be, um, he's definitely got the tools there and we've seen it before, but it's not got that same magic as his freshman year, of course. And on the other end, um, as we'll probably get into with y'all, like we, we just don't really know what we're seeing from Sanford and 
I think that if you have one position discrepancy throughout a game that can make the biggest impact on the final result, it's going to be the quarterback. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, let's jump into the quarterback situation. So Tanner McKee, as mentioned earlier, they were kind of switching it off in that first game, and then he was announced this week as a starter. Anything that that you guys have to add about him and just what to expect? Yeah, well, USC fans should note that that sophomore uh, description on his roster isn't 100% accurate. He's physically a senior. He took a two-year mission uh, right after high school. So now he's technically a sophomore in the program, but physically, again, he's a senior. He's just as experienced now as any other quarterback would be going into that system. And really, he's 6'6", mid 200 pounds like your typical pocket passer but has a sneaky bit of mobility that you wouldn't see at first based on watching him play so and he was one of the top rated quarterbacks out of high school so he's a really high ceiling cardinal fans have been screaming at shaw to start him from the beginning of the season that didn't happen mckee's been seen as the quarterback of the future for a few years now here's his chance pac-12 fans are going to be seeing him for a few years down the road do you have anything else yeah, I don't really have too much to add. Jabril did a pretty good description um, of Tanner McKee. I would just like to say that Stanford fans feel much better heading into this game, knowing that McKee is the guy from the start and that he's going to play the full game, barring uh, any injury or anything else. But I, I feel very good heading into this, just knowing that Tanner's starting. And that's crazy that you mentioned it, Jabril, about the two-year mission. I think he went to, to Brazil, um, if I'm correct. And and now he's physically age-wise a senior, but it's, it's, he's a sophomore. So that's something that I'm pretty sure nobody is really kind of aware of. So that, that'll be an interesting storyline. And also you mentioned it too, well, it was about just kind of having that clarity of who's starting makes it so much easier to just be prepared for that game. Uh, even like on a, a defensive strategy too for USC. Uh, but outside of the quarterback, any other players to look out for from Stanford? Um, I would say on the offensive side of the ball, Austin Jones, the running back. If you watched our game week one, you probably didn't really see him at all. That's because our offensive line really struggled against Kansas State, uh, which was a surprise for all of us Stanford fans because last season the offensive line was very strong, especially down the stretch. They had that game against Washington, but they just absolutely dominated Washington uh, for the first half and much of the second half. But the offensive line didn't show up week one, and so hopefully that will change going into week two here against USC. But Austin Jones is a guy to watch. He can, he can tear up a defense if he gets going. And I'll take the defensive side of the ball. Uh, if the Cardinals are going to win this game, uh, Stan, uh, Thomas Booker needs to have a big game. He's an all-pack 12 caliber player. And Stanford's secondary is missing their second, second cornerback and starting free safety. So if the front seven is able to give Slovis a bunch of time, USC's talented wide receiver core is going to tear up this Cardinals secondary probably. So it's going to start with Thomas Booker and also senior linebacker, inside linebackers, Ricky Miazon and Jacob Magnum Farrar, who were both injured all of last year, have a lot of experience in the program. Coach Shaw has been very high on them all offseason. The Cardinal front seven are going to have to have a huge game if they want to come out with an upset. Right. And um, you talk about exposing mismatches. So that um, Stanford front seven is really going to have an interesting time with a USC offensive line that's kind of yet to solidify itself as a solid unit. You know, last year we had a little bit of issues with Slovis not having enough time in the pocket. And it's going to be a question of whether um, we didn't see too much um, of a pass rush last game from San Jose State. So it'll definitely be the next step up um, in terms of Stanford. And you're right, um, as Jabril said, like, 
are they going to be able to buy Slovis enough time to get it to the receivers? Because as you said, that's going to be a mismatch with the injured Stanford secondary. Yeah. The offensive line is always a question. Uh, I mean, like last week they were impressive to say the least. I mean, but San Jose state is, you know, that they don't have a talent as talented front seven as a Stanford team. And I think that this is really their first test. And you made a great point too, Alice, about Austin Jones USC in the past has kind of struggled, or specifically last season, kind of struggled with that run defense. Against San Jose State, they did a great job of kind of holding them down. They got a couple big runs in the first uh, first quarter, and then the rest of the game, nothing was going on. So that's another story to pay attention to, how USC handles that run run game. Uh, and then making sure that they don't get off to a, a, a solid start, kind of make them uncomfortable, especially Tanner McKee starting. So first game starting, don't want to – you know, let him get in a groove. And I know Todd Orlando, defensive coordinator for USC, is going to key on on that. He's, uh, he's, he likes to blitz, and he's going to put some pressure early on. But now we go to the last segment, predictions. What, what's going to happen in this Pac-12 opener? Whoever wants to go first, please. Um, so if I'm giving an actual prediction on what I think is going to happen, I think USC comes away with the win uh, pretty handily. I'm going to go – with what I said on the day, I think about a 38 to 24 win for USC. I think Stanford puts some more points up on the board. The offense gets going a bit, but I just think USC has too much firepower for the Stanford defense. Drake London's going to have a big day. Uh, and I think that's really the, the difference there. Agree with that. It was pretty comfortable USC victory. Um, I think I put 31 17 in the daily article for the Trojans. Uh, there are just too many question marks on the Cardinal right now. They played horribly last week. The offensive line, which is supposed to be one of the most, one of their best ta- uh, position groups on the team was horrible last week. But I think Stanford will play closer to their talent level, but they don't have the talent level of USC. People forget and throughout the whole offseason, everyone was so down on Stanford. If you look at the 24-7 sports talent composite, which compiles all the recruiting rankings and of who's on the team, Stanford was in the top 25 there. This is, this is a pretty talented Stanford team. They don't have USC's level of talent and they aren't playing well and it's on the road, second game of a road trip. So it's really hard to pick them, but Stanford should play better than they did last week. Adam, you want to you take that? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I think um, y'all are kind of in the, the, the ballpark of what I'm thinking. I, I'm going to give it a 31 to 14 USC win. Um, I don't remember what the spread was. Do you know what it was? <laughs> The spread was 17 the last time we checked, which is kind of – So that would be on ridiculous. the money right there um, at 31-14. So, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a um, – not exactly certain whether USC will be covering that spread because, to be honest, you know, we're, we're still looking for a convincing victory from the Trojans. And as much as a 30-7 to victory in, in week one against San Jose State um, wants to say that, I don't think it can really hold up. And I think – if USC can just play to their game, get that offense going, Graham Harrell's going to have to really get some good sets for us um, and just make sure that we're efficient in the red zone. And, I mean, if that's the case, I could see USC putting up 30, maybe 40. But, um, you know, it, in terms of the defensive capabilities, I would say that um, we, had, we, had, we held them to seven points, San Jose State, last week. So I feel like that's – going to be a little more inherent um and you know i think that usc is gonna just be able to i don't know i i'm thinking i'm thinking it's gonna be a a good victory but again i just don't think it's gonna be convincing 
Yeah, that's the thing. You never know a USC football because we'll be saying this and they'll come out Stanford has a lead at halftime. You just watch it happen. It always happens. Right. But, you know, in terms of the spread, the 17-point spread, I really don't think that's going to get covered, uh, to be honest. Only because I don't, like I just said, USC football, anything can happen. Um, I think I think USC will win. I think it's going to be kind of close in the beginning. Like, there's either two options. It's either it's going to be close in the beginning or USC just come out and pound them. There's no in-between. It's just, there's just no in-between. So, I think it'll be close. I think USC gets away with it. I think 31 is, 31 is what I'm looking for for USC. I would say 21, 31, 21 Stafford. I'm, I mean, I may be wrong, probably, probably wrong, but that's how I'm looking at it. Um, okay, that's all we've got. Um, I really do appreciate the time of Jabril and Els. Please, please check them out on Twitter. Let us know your Twitters right now. We'll give you the free, free ads. Go for it. Uh, you can follow me at, at Boone Els. Um, yep. And at Jabril Taha. Jabril Taha, Boone Els. Appreciate you guys so much. Make sure to also follow us at DT underscore sports on Twitter. Our special issue is coming out uh, Friday, the day before the Stanford game. So make sure to pick that up. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>